welcome to The Mary Mack Show, where we will be talking about your feelings, experiences, and pain following the death of a loved one. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Wherever you find yourself in this entire world, I welcome you. So how are you doing, my friend, my warrior? I certainly hope that you are doing better this week, that you have found just a little bit more peace. I wanted to just remind you that our products at the Mary Max store are available to you for yourself and for those whom you love who are grieving. The address is store.marymac.info, and as always, partial proceeds from anything that we earn goes back to the Foundation for Grieving Children, Inc., an organization I started years ago to help young ones who are experiencing the death of a loved one. So today... In many parts of the world, we celebrate Easter. For Christians, this is the day that Jesus resurrected. It's a joyous day, a happy day. And this week also, we celebrate Passover. And our friends in the Jewish faith believe that Passover is a time that God led the Jews out of bondage into the Promised Land. Part of my Italian Nana's tradition at Easter time was to always make beautiful new outfits for her grandchildren to wear for Easter Sunday Mass and dinner. Most years, she would pick a particularly beautiful pattern and fabric that would look well on both boys and girls. The girls always had gorgeous dresses and coats, and the boys short pants and jackets. She was an amazing seamstress, and we always looked so lovely on Easter each year because of her talents. For my brothers and myself, my mother's contribution was to purchase a beautiful, large chocolate Easter bunny in a box for each of us. It had a cellophane front, and she'd add small chocolate eggs and jelly beans in the bottom of the box and write our names on the top of each one. Somehow, that box got into our bedroom during the night, and when we woke up on Easter morning, we were always surprised how the Easter Bunny came to visit. That weekend leading up to Easter, we would boil eggs and later dip them in all kinds of colored dye to make such lovely creations. Sometimes we'd get wild and mix one color at one egg and the other color for the other end of the egg. It was fun to experiment. But on Sunday, we always gathered together with all our aunts and uncles and cousins, usually at my Nana's home for the Italian feast. Many courses, delicious food, and very full bellies. Later on, we'd settle down for Italian pastries and desserts, 
which to this day I love. The reason I'm mentioning this today is because all during the year when we grieve, we tend to concentrate on our own pain and our own needs. And I'm wondering if perhaps at this time of year, when Easter is the culmination of Jesus' suffering and his resurrection, we might consider what we might do for someone else. Now, whether you carry out any of these traditions in your family or not, this season denotes life and growth. The land comes to life again. The blossoms on the tree start to appear. And yes, I understand that south of the equator, your seasons are the reverse of ours. But think about what I'm saying. Whether the weather is mostly calm at this time of year, whether you're going into summer or fall, it is a glorious time to watch the seasons change. And so it is with our grief. We move from season to season within our grieving process. When we are first bereaved, all we see is shock, disbelief, deep sadness, and all is bleak. And as we move forward, there are days that seem a bit more light and welcoming. Yes, we move back and forth along this journey, sometimes like a roller coaster, or enduring the waves up and down of this pain. We concentrate on our own grief. We aren't so interested in helping anyone else because we feel all consumed with our own grief. There are days we want to pull the covers up over our heads and never leave the house. So what I'm about to discuss may seem a bit weird, but I'm going to share my thoughts anyway. Did you think I would hold back on you? (laughs) Yes, I can see you smirking, wondering what I'm up to. But if you are to heal well, we need to slowly concentrate on what would help someone else so that we can gain a bit of joy from our actions. We need to consider what we can do for someone else that would make them happy, possibly in a secret way or a practical way. Now, in the past, I've talked to you about being a secret Santa. I absolutely love doing that. I would leave money in an envelope under their keyboard or in their mailbox. No name, just help. Maybe that's the way you can help now. It's simply listening to people around you, being more observant. Listen to what's going on with them. Are they telling you that they're struggling with paying the mortgage? Are they struggling with paying other bills, like their car payment or the oil for the house? Are they even having trouble putting food on the table each night? What are their concerns? And then I want to ask you, what can you do about it? Now, this pandemic, it has really put most of us in a bad place financially. And you might not be able to share from your wealth right now. But there is no reason why you can't share some of your time and effort to handle a situation which perhaps they can't do for themselves 
especially if they are older and need help with their land or doing odd jobs around their home. There is so much to do for someone who is hurting. You know that because you're going through it too. They may not be grieving the death of a loved one, but they may be hurting in a different way. Perhaps a family member lost their job and they are behind on their bills. Perhaps a family member is ill and is trying to do the best that they can in their home. Maybe you can step in and do some house cleaning for them or even shopping for them. Since so many of us have not been able to see our personal family members because of this pandemic, whether we are still quarantined in our homes or are not allowed to fly to another country, even another state because of finances, to see our family, all of us have trials right now. And perhaps we can relieve some of that pain. This is a good excuse for you to become like family for them. Now I know you're probably thinking that you are apprehensive to do such a thing. Because once you start, you probably can't go backwards. And they might expect a lot more than you can possibly give. But you are an adult who has every ability to lay the boundaries within your relationship with them. Tell them that you are grieving and you are only capable of doing just so much right now. Maybe in the future you can do more for them, but you would like to reach out and do this small thing to help them. It would make you happy and you would hope that it would make them happy too. Ask them, what is the most pressing thing that needs attention right now? Because you would like to do that for them and see what they tell you. It could be as little as going to pick up their medication at the pharmacy each month. It could be picking up their mail at the mailbox for them because it's just so hard for them to walk now. It could be making a meal for them, or you might even include them in a meal in your home so that you both are not so alone. Could it even be taking a very small potted flowering plant or a shiny balloon to residents of a nursing facility who never get any visitors and have no one in their life? Either that or their relatives live so far away and can't make it right now. After all, at a certain point in our life, we may find that all our relatives have died before us. So check with the administrative office and ask which residents do not have any visitors and then drop in and cheer them. You know very well how life can take a twist and turn and not for the good. You might have lost the love of your life in a tragic accident. You expected to grow old with them, and now you are alone and in deep emotional pain. You never expected this to happen. You never expected them to leave you all alone. And your neighbor or other person might be dealing with something very similar. 
Maybe they didn't lose someone close to them recently, but maybe it was many years ago, and they are living out the life they were handed all by themselves. And here you come, a bright light in their world that they never expected to see again. Maybe they live just down the block, or maybe it's a nursing facility that you decided to visit, and that's where you found them. And you're starting to create a new friendship with one of those residents. And you never thought you would be doing this. I remember when my grandmother was in a nursing facility for many years. It was a lovely facility. There were only 16 residents, and she was very well taken care of. But I would also think to myself, what exactly does she have to look forward to each day? I was living in New York at the time, and she was in Florida, and I missed her terribly. And even phone calls would help, but it's not the same as being right there to hug on her, to hug her neck and cuddle with her and tell her how much I loved her and cared about her. So what is the most important thing we need as we grow older and especially when we are isolated and alone? Well, it's hugs and more hugs and longer hugs, not just the kind where you just pat someone on the back two seconds and you're done. <laughs> oh no, not those. Those will not do. When you embrace someone, you hold them completely for a long time, and you just hug on them and love on them and make them feel that they are special and appreciated. When was the last time that you hugged someone for more than a minute? When was the last time someone hugged you for more than a minute? Have you ever even done that? Well, this week, I challenge you to hug someone for longer than a full minute. What does that feel like? Does it feel a little strange at first? Well, maybe. If you've never done it, I'm sure it will feel strange. When you want to bond with someone, whether romantically or just platonically as a friend, you will find that hugging someone sincerely will not only help the person you are hugging, but also yourself. You will find a sense of comfort and peace when you're doing this. I once read in a book that if a husband and wife hug each other for three minutes before they leave the house each day and each other, and then another three minutes when they come home and reconnect with each other, that their marriage has a significantly higher rate of success than if they simply give each other a peck on the cheek or on the lips and leave each other for the day. I also learned that it's better to hug someone with your head to the right of them so it's heart on heart that's connecting. So when you go to hug someone, put your head to the right and they will put their head to the right as well and your hearts 
will be connecting with each other for that time that you're hugging. I started to do this with my David, and it's so nice. It's just so lovely. Just lingering there for a longer time brings you such peace and calm and connectedness. So please do try this, and I'd like to hear what happened when you did. And if you think this is silly, well, I ask you to dance at the end of each of my episodes, so why do you think this would be any more silly than that? (laughs) You know I ask you to dance at the end of every episode, because we have spoken about very serious topics here. And I want you to feel happier and dance and enjoy yourself and bring yourself into a good mood again. You're going through so much right now, and I want you to feel a little happier because you deserve to feel that way. I want you to get past the guilt and possibly the shame of thinking that you have to wear an imaginary black shroud throughout your life now that your loved one has passed. No, we do not want to do that. We are working toward creating a magnificent new life for ourselves, even though it doesn't seem possible right now. But as time moves forward, And if you do not allow yourself to worry about what anyone else says or does or thinks and just concentrate on what is working for you, then you will move forward successfully. And that's what I want for you. So today on Easter, and as we also celebrate Passover this week, I want you to take this time to reach out to someone you know or someone that you've heard of who needs help and see what it is that you can help them with. You can tell them up front that you're grieving, that you possibly don't have a great deal of money to help them with, but you do have time and you do have energy and effort and you'd like to do something for them that they may be in need of. Instead of concentrating so much on your own grief, let's look at how we can make someone else's life better. When we take the focus off ourselves, we find comfort and happiness and helping someone else. My challenge to you today and all this week is to give of yourself. Give of yourself to someone else who really could use your support and love. By doing this, you change your mindset. You will realize that you are stronger than you thought. You will realize that you have so much more to give than you thought. And you will realize that's spreading your love and laughter. And I know you think you don't have that in you anymore, but it will be such a blessing to someone else who is hurting and it might just surprise you. When they're hurting because they also lost someone very special in their life like you, or whether they're hurting for a whole host of other reasons, take them under your wing and love on them 
and watch how it makes you brighter and happier and more content. I'm sending you wonderful wishes for a happy Passover and a happy Easter this week. Bless you, my friend, for all the good you do for others, even while you are hurting too. So now it's time to get up, move your body, and dance, dance, dance. And I know you still think this is wacky, but please do it for me anyway, okay? and share my podcast with those who may benefit from its knowledge. Remember to write five things in your journal each night that you are grateful for. Please subscribe to my podcast and rate and review it at themarymacshow.com, our new site just for the podcast. If you'd like to leave a comment on this episode, you can go to my marymac.info site and let your heart share what it needs to share on my blog for episode 70. And remember to sign up for my private email list so we can stay in touch. You can receive my free book there as well. And as always, remember to be happy because you deserve to. I'll speak with you again soon.